Yeah. I'm going to stare in your eyes as you start this episode. <laughs> no, do not do that. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> Here we go. What is up? Welcome back <laughs> to another episode of A Marriage Reset. Did I nail it or what? You nailed it. And your face is like, what? Like, Miss Attitude, what is up, girlfriend? I was not like that. Mm, I think so. It's just copying you, my love. Hey, you know what? We're going to go back. <laughs> roll the replay. You know that commercial? We're, I'm going to get a refla- replay, replay flag oh my for our marriage. A marriage re- replay. I can't. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Welcome back. Yeah. I'm glad for those of you that have joined us again. This is so weird because anyways, that's always weird saying that. But welcome back. Welcome to whoever is listening. Glad you're here. We're excited for today this is i think going to be another good one yes. for us it's definitely something we have been walking through and, and having to through. remind ourselves and hopefully this time <sighs> this year we're going to memorize this and apply it every day because we have not been applying it and <laughs> we spent the last two days in one really long argument <laughs> two, we spent wait, we have two days yeah Okay. I was kind of like in and out. (laughs) Yes, we were. (laughs) But we're fine now. (laughs) It's news to me. I didn't know. I thought everything was good. We spent, what was it? I'm just joking. (laughs) Friday night, we got in a big argument, and then all day Saturday. Which it's funny because we're like a big argument. Big arguments in our grand scheme of arguments. We get in like little. I think more than an argument, whatever you it was call. division coming in because yeah. we were very much separated. Because we've been known to throw stuff. We don't. I, we have known. turned over a new, a new leaf. leaf. Yeah, but I've thrown. A I was going to say I haven't thrown anything in a while. I threw a notebook. Yeah. Earlier this week. I'm just. I'm just saying. Over the course of our you marriage, you had to bring that up. Yes, over the course of our marriage, yeah, especially early on. There was a lot of anger. A whiteboard. Why are we talking at the same time? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, man. Before the Lord has set us free from that spirit of anger. No. Yeah. Before he did a huge... Mm-hmm. overhaul on both of our hearts a reset if you will a reset there you <laughs> yes. go high five teamwork all right anyways no i'm excited for this we um we were reminded um of this four keys to a healthy marriage like there's i mean everybody's gonna have these are the four things you need Mm -hmm. in every marriage and i think they all kind of line up with each other but we're gonna explain it this way and what it how it's been shown to us and i hope it makes sense i hope we can make it make sense um and do it justice but it's (laughs) i'm sure it won't be the last time we talk about it yeah no no not anymore we definitely (laughs) kind of not forgot about it but kind of put on the back shelf like there's so much that it's we knew bits and pieces of it, but we haven't been applying all of it. But mm-hmm. it was just definitely a good reminder. And that is four things to healthy marriage, quality marriage is trust, mm-hmm. 
communication, Mm -hmm. conflict resolution, Mm -hmm. and quality time alone together. Q-T-A-T. Ding, 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 ding. And I finally wrapped my mind around Q-T-A-T because I thought the whole thing was an acronym. (laughs) Q-T-A-T. And I'm like, those letters are not lining up. That's not what they started. (laughs) Well, there's a T. Anyways. Mm. So without rambling, trust, communication, conflict resolution, and quality quality time. time. Alone together. Alone together, yes. Those those four things. And when one of them is violated, when one of them is neglected, they all end up neglected and they all end up violated. And that has been such a huge, huge one for us. We had a counseling session not too long ago and we were asked, how much quality time are you spending alone together? And it's like, well... We start going on date nights every Friday night. We're okay, but how much quality time have you had? How much communication have you done on those date nights? What are you doing on the date nights? And it's like basically the date nights had become a a checkbox. A ch- checked yeah. box. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we're having date nights. And although it's fun together, and we do have some where it's like, oh, we talked, we communicated, like yeah. but more so it has become just it's friday we got to do something do something yeah we'll just go walk around here we'll go do this for a minute or you know but it's is it quality time (laughs) is it building the trust is it really communicating yep and we also realized that a lot of our communicating has been through conflict resolution yeah or our a lot of our intimacy yes feeling connected has come because of a result of us conflict, conflict resolution yes and not off of intentional intimacy, intimacy. being created yeah. yeah daily or weekly yep which i think it creates a a false it's like a um a counterfeit yes if you will yes yep. um by only connecting through conflict resolution, for me, what it feels like has taken place is that we have a conflict, we talk through it, which I, and and in the, in the counseling session, like we were talking about these four areas, I would think, I say that conflict resolution is one that I feel like we have really, yeah, I don't say nailed, but we've really, is really strong. So just a quick overview of how we have been taught conflict resolution. In conflict resolution, there are two apologies and two choices to forgive. We come together, me allowing you to have your truth, you allowing me to have my truth, but then talking through it, we come to the truth. Yeah. And we always have two apologies and two choices to forgive. Yep. That's simple conflict resolution right there. Yep. Keeping that at the forefront when there's a tough discussion, when there's an argument, when there's a disagreement, when whatever it may be, hard decision with the kids, in the marriage, whatever. That's conflict resolution. Writing that down, going into it, putting it in practice, it's really been one of the easier ones, I say easier ones, kind of one of the I most helpful ones. Yeah, but to I, th- come I think into. it's, I think, because just talking about conflict resolution for a second is a lot of it has been um, just the ability for us to both come together 
and us be able to say, I give you permission to speak what you're feeling, Mm -hmm. no matter how harsh it is, no matter how hard it's going to cut, no matter, no matter what. And you giving me permission to speak what I'm feeling. I feel like we have both gotten really good at that. Or, or maybe we just, we just, uh, both have come to the, to the place of like, okay, I'm going to just tell you how, how I'm feeling, knowing that. I can tell you how I'm feeling and you're not going to leave me or you're not going to like, it may be rough for a minute or an hour later to whatever, but we're going to be able to come back together. Yeah. Right. To be raw. Sorry. Well, and, mm-hmm. and I'm just saying like, so I feel like we have, we have just kind of gotten past that in the sense Mostly. of, of we're able to, to have conflict and then we have resolved it in the sense of we've been able to speak our mind and 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 we I see your truth you see my truth I'm sorry you're right I apologize I see it from your side and we get to the point of having two apologies mm-hmm. and we choose to forgive but that's as far as it has gone and and what that has created is like this false sense of intimacy because yes we feel close yes we feel like, hey, we actually accomplished something. We got through something. But there was no step beyond that. Yeah. And so what ends up happening is we either come back to the same thing, just in maybe in a different form, because I, f- I feel like there has been actual resolution of that particular instance or that particular issue. But there we end up coming back to something similar that that's still wrapped around something you know, the same topic or whatever, but it has created that false sense of, of intimacy. And it's, it's like when we've talked about always being reactive instead of being proactive Yeah. in our relationship. And, and by allowing the only time that we have true intimacy to be the time that we are resolving conflict, I feel like that is reactive instead of being proactive. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's good. Um, I was going to say there are, depending on the situations and the circumstances and what is being discussed, some things we can resolve right away. And it's mm-hmm. a quick, like I say a quick, it's a great discussion and you, you share your side. I share my side and it's like, oh, I can see your point of view and I can see it that I've way. I've never seen and it that way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or, ooh, wow, that's eye opening, you know? Yeah. And we're able to come. I'm sorry for thinking this way, or I'm sorry for saying it like this or whatever it may be. But then there's other situations like this week (laughs) where we had a, a big argument. Ooh, do tell. Yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) Friday night, I shared, shared something, um, about he had spent several hours, some working on a business, on our business and then other parts researching a new program of tasks <laughs> and keeping track of them and scheduling and all of this stuff. And I just simply threw out this question of, okay, are you really going to apply this or are you chasing the next great thing? Why not, instead of researching a new program on how to be productive and how to keep track of things <laughs> you just be productive and keep track of things like use what you have now to its fullest and go from there and I was like that's all I'm saying and then we got to the room later and after 
the evening had gone away and we're just sitting watching TV while he's on his iPad researching. And then we go to the room and he's asking, going through his checklist. How is your trust? How is quality time? How was, you know, all this stuff? And I was like, well, at what point? Like, how can I be complicated? Yeah. <laughs> and I just simply shared of, I wish you would be more intentional and take more care of willing to spend time with family and shut down. And I've done three hours of research. I can spend two hours with my family or yeah. I've done four hours of research. I can spend an hour, whatever, but making the conscious choice of I'm going to put this aside and I'm just going to focus on my family right now. And yeah. that didn't happen. And it hurt you. Well, in, which, that, I, in that moment, I was honest. And yeah, my shared. truth is I have been told I don't share my heart. I don't. I'm not open and honest with what I'm feeling. And so in that moment, it was like I recognized I'm feeling a certain way. Mm -hmm. Of course, my tendency is just to go numb or just like push it aside. I don't I don't talk about feelings very well. I it is very hard for me to open up. It's very difficult. And so in that moment it was like, "Oh, I feel something different." So, <laughs> what am I feeling? And I realized I'm hurt by that comment. So then I went to, okay, if this, then that coding people or like programming people are like, oh yeah, it makes sense. But then I went to, well, I need to share because it hurt. And so I shared with you of, hey, that comment you just made, it actually hurt me. Like I, it, it hurt. And inside, it's kind of like the movie, <laughs> the, what's that movie where the, the feelings are inside controlling the little girl? Oh, um, um. Inside out. Inside out, yes. Inside, I'm going, yeah, it's a party, because I, sh I, <laughs> I, I, did it. I, I, I felt a <laughs> I feeling, and it. I shared it with you, and I'm all excited, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I We actually, can laugh now. Yeah, I actually did it, but for you. For me, it was, it was the other way. I was feeling all the feelings of feeling pushed to the back burner, feeling mm -hmm. unimportant that this new program that's going to make his life easier and better and more productive was more important and worth five hours of research. And spending time with our daughter playing a game. Yeah. yeah. And feeling also beating myself up of, ah, oh, I heard him again, you know, speaking my truth and saying, you know, how could I have said that differently? How could I have? Because your heart is you don't want to hurt me. I don't want to hurt yeah. you. You yeah. know, but truth hurts sometimes, you know, sometimes you'll speak truth to me and it's like, I don't want to hear that, but it's needed. Mm -hmm. And being able to be honest with each other. Well, it caused me to hurt, which causes you this whole cycle of you to be like, well, if you're going to get hurt and act like this, I'm not going to share my feelings and I'm not going to yeah. open up to you. And I'm like, well, I want you to open up to you. I mean, it was just this back and forth and. He shut down letting me have my truth. I shut down letting him have his truth. And we were both solely focused on our own truth. Yeah. Which caused us to go to bed upset and frustrated. And well, he I was, was fine. Oh, yeah. He was fine. <laughs> I'm there laying in bed. He's got one arm on my back. And I'm laying there trying to stay as far away from him as possible. And crying myself to sleep. And my tendency. Were you really that, crying? Yes, I was. I cried myself to sleep that night. Yeah, oh. I did. Well, I feel bad now. <laughs> I sure did. 
<laughs> you hide it well. <laughs> I didn't hear. Well, I was probably gone. You oh. were you were already asleep. <laughs> I was snoozing. He falls asleep after arguments. Sleeps the best. <laughs> arguments and sex. <laughs> you can was, say it. I wasn't gonna say it, but but we can't go any further. Otherwise, I would have to mark explicit when I upload oh, this podcast. Okay, argument this episode. and that word. Yes. What do they call it? Like on uh, Suggs <laughs> on Instagram. Anyways, so we went to bed mad. <laughs> so, I went to bed mad. So random. This is why they're 10 hours long. It's okay. Stay focused. Okay. You know what? Anyways, <laughs> conflict resolution. Do whatever I want to. You're a grown man. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> So we went to bed mad, woke up the next morning, but I think this is amazing because I never knew this before. I I didn't catch it before, but I recognize whenever I struggle to trust, whenever we're in an argument and I don't feel like I can trust you to protect my heart, to yeah. protect my feelings, to um, be my knight in shining, I mean, it's so cliche, knight in shining armor, but to truly protect my heart and protect me. Um, when I don't feel like I can trust you to do that, I shut down and automatically put up a wall around my heart and distance myself emotionally from you. And I shut down and I'm fine. I don't need you. I can do it on my own. I got this, you know, whatever you go off, live your life, you do your thing. I'll do my thing, whatever. We'll just coexist. Hmm. And I definitely recognize that in myself, something to work on. I think first step <laughs> I recognize that I am Corey and I put up walls. Continue. So Saturday yeah. comes mm-hmm. and you're like, can we talk through this? And so we start talking and sharing and we're able to slowly see each other's point of view. But I still was not at a point of taking my walls down. Mm-hmm. And it took throughout the day, little by little. In fact, I tried to hug you and you said, I don't I'm think not, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready place. for that. I'm not ready. I'm not there yet. And so yeah. we said, okay. Okay. But here's here's the deal, though. Even in that, like, that's hard for me because I'm once I'm ready to like reconcile, it's, everything's fine. We're yeah, good. Let's, let's move on. Let's, let's let's chop it. It's like dust. Your, get yourself up. Dust yourself off. Okay, let's keep walking. And I have had to learn that hardcore. Like, it's okay for there to be tension. And we have a good episode about the tension, the awkwardness, allowing that to. Anyway, the pain to produce, but it's okay for that to take place Yeah. because what that does is it allows us, I think, I think nine times out of 10. And in fact, I think that morning I hopped in the shower and I was like, just praying and was like, God work on my heart, like deal with me. And I think that's what ends up happening. And it's okay to separate because Going back to the previous episode that we're talking about, if we're if we're chasing after Christ, if, if there's conflict and things there, then something something there is not healthy. And sometimes we have to like refocus ourselves and and like get our needle pointed back to Christ. And at least for me, nine times out of ten, he's like, ah, "It's not her fault. Yeah. See this right here. You need to address that." And I'm like. <sighs> How many times over the years I've been praying scripture over you, Lord, change his heart, Lord, do this, do that. Fix and him, he's like, Jesus. what about this spot right here? Yeah. I'm like, no, Lord, we're not praying for me. <laughs> this is not a Corey yeah. session. This yeah. is Matthew needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. He's got things in his life that need to be changed. His focus is off kilter. Which and he's I did. Like, 
okay, but let's fix this first yeah. Yeah. and then I'll work on him. Yeah. No, God, mm-hmm. nope. Nope. <laughs> you're not listening to me. <laughs> Is this? Am on? I the only one that has these conversations? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like real but life. For true. Yeah. For true. Um, so in that, like I, I, I'm learning, it's still awkward, but allowing that, giving each other permission for you to be able to say, nope, my heart is still, I'm not ready for this. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not pushing you away. I'm not rejecting you again. I'm not. And, and, and by not resolving it right then, I also have to realize that just because it's not resolved right now, doesn't mean in an hour, in two in a day, mm-hmm. whatever, that we're not going to come back together. One thing I am 100% confident in right now in this moment is that no matter how much we argue, no matter how bad it gets, we're eventually going to come back together. Yeah. And we're eventually going to reconcile what's going on. And we're going to talk it out. Yeah. Because I know that you're ch- chasing after God, you're following, you hear his voice. You know that I'm doing the same. And as long as we're doing that, and yeah. I think I've told you this even from the beginning, like we've, we've discussed the whole concept of fear of I'm going to have an affair again or whatever. And I, and that's what I've said is like, I you make it sound so easy. Huh? So do you make it sound so easy when you say that? <laughs> what? What you're going to say. Oh, it's if somebody was to say, well, how do you never have an affair? The number one way to never have an affair is don't let your heart drift. Yeah. How do you not let your heart drift? You don't get too busy. You don't get too tired. You continue to study. You continue to pray. It's for me to not have an affair on you is not chasing after you, is um, is not pursuing you, is not... For me to not have an affair on you is chasing after Christ. Yeah. If is I know as long as I am chasing after him and I'm pursuing a relationship with him, we're going to be okay. Yeah. In the long run, all it does is it drives us together. Yeah. I have I have never been reading <laughs> the word, doing devotion, praying on a consistent basis and felt like distant. Oh, we're separating. Yeah. Oh, this is this is not working out. Never. I have never felt never that way. Done that. You know what I have done? I have never, or I have not prayed. Neglected. I have not studied. I've been too tired and been too busy. I think I cut them all. <laughs> but, and I have done all of those things, and I have felt it's time to get a divorce. I'm done with this. I want to give up. I don't want to yeah. do this anymore. This is too tough. Every single time. Yeah. Every single time. And any time that we've come to that place of it's... Maybe we just need to get a divorce. Maybe we just need to separate. Maybe we just need to give up. I can look back and say, am I reading? Nope, I haven't been. Am I praying? Nope, I haven't been. And then you want to you wanna go even further of, have we been praying together? Nope, haven't been. Like, you want to have a, you want to have a, I'll be as bold as, a foil-proof marriage one that the enemy can't t- attack, a firm foundation. He can attack, but can't divide. Can't divide. Yeah. A firm foundation that cannot be tossed to and fro, cannot be destroyed. Seek Christ. 
Put yeah. him first in your life. Nothing else matters except my relationship with him. And suddenly I become a husband that you need. Suddenly I become a father that my kids need. Yeah. Suddenly, like it just it just falls right in line. And then we start talking about the four things for a thriving relationship. Trust. Suddenly trust, it's easy for you to trust. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about that before is, is I, I think I've, I've told you is if you ever see me not studying and not praying, that's when you should get nervous. Yeah. And honestly, I have to repent right now because there's been, uh, I have not been doing that like I should. And I, and so I apologize for that. And I can understand why lately you have been nervous in that. I forgive you. So. I love you. Yeah. I love you too. And we just, it's got to change. That's, that's just like, it's, it's like when you know, like the sky is blue. I know the sky is blue. Yeah. You're not going to ever tell me that the sky is not blue. I guess unless it sunsets in here in Oklahoma, but sometimes it's pink and purple and, (laughs) or in the springtime it turns green. Yeah. But (laughs) yeah, I know for me, um, I have not been taking the time to truly study and pray and seek after the Lord. Like I know I should, which has caused my ability to trust you Mm -hmm. to dwindle greatly. Start questioning Who's he talking to? What is he doing? How's he spending his time? What is he really telling me the truth is his motives, second guessing everything you do. And when I am spending time with the Lord and really seeking after him, it's like, okay, all those, all the fears subside. Yeah. All the voices calm. And I'm not schizo. Like <laughs> it's not, it's <laughs> not those voices, type of voices. Just go but away. It's like, the enemy just chirping and oh, who's he talking to? Oh, yep. he he just deleted something. What you know? What what's he looking at? Or oh, he's doing this. Oh, he hasn't talked to you in a while. He hasn't texted you in a while. What you know? All those little voices and it's like oh, I can't trust. Oh no! And I go into freak out mode and it's like no. When I'm seeking the Lord, it's like even when something arises and it's like Lord, I don't know if I can trust Him right now. It's simply trust me. Yep. Yep. Oh, I could cry. Just trust me, and I'll take care of him. Mm-hmm. And I think what that does is is I begin when we're when we are are focused on doing it ourselves, and we're focused on getting it right and doing it right for ourselves. I begin to look at you, and I begin to put, um, man, how am I trying to say this? I begin to put things on you, saying. You have to act a certain way in order for me to trust. Mm. You have to do this, which then equals trust. And when we shift that and our focus becomes on Christ, it's I can trust you because of my relationship with Christ. I can communicate with you. I can be open with you. We can resolve conflict. We can spend quality time together because my relationship with Christ. And it, it kind of goes back a, a little bit of, um, I think, we, I don't even remember when we were talking about it, but the, the cycle of gr- works versus the cycle of grace. The cycle of works comes from a place of we have to work in order to be accepted. But the cycle of grace is we are accepted, therefore we 
work. Yeah. I was just going to say, I'm sitting here thinking, hearing you talk, and I'm like, it sounds so easy of, you know, it's like, well, he doesn't do this, he doesn't do that. Like, there are practical steps of building trust. Like, you gave me all the all of your emails. You gave me all of yeah. your logins. You gave yeah. me all of your passwords. Like, there were those practical things. But when I saw you begin building a relationship with the Lord and spending time with Him and making that priority and praying with Him and leading our family, that began to change, like you said, it began to change characteristics in you, the mm-hmm. way you thought, the way you talked, the way you like make decisions. Like it began to naturally just change you to into someone that I could truly trust. Like your, your mind shifted, therefore your actions shifted. Therefore, it wasn't necessarily I'm doing A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, to got to do these steps yeah. to build trust. Yeah. Once I have this down, then I can do this. Then I can do this. You know, it's just, it naturally just started changing and shifting till I was like, I can trust him. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, uh, early <laughs> on, on, these are just principles that I have, I've learned. And really it's, I mean, I don't know that I've, like read a book and it's taught me all this like this is literally just out of my devotion time with the lord but it's like i used to put so much emphasis um even growing up was so much emphasis on like reading the bible i had to get something out of it i had to like get a revelation because nine times out of ten it was either uh, i'm leading worship so i have to have a scripture to be able to say before we we start or we're youth pastors and i have to have a message for the next day or I'm just talking to my friend at at school and I don't want to be the dumb Christian that doesn't know what they're talking about. So I've got to, I have to have something in order to provide, you know, and I'm constantly trying to fill the well, fill the well in order for, um, in order for that to be the thing that I give out rather than filling the well for me. And then what is left over, the overflow is where I begin to operate out of. And I said this early on, but the gospel, like the Bible is not difficult. Applying the Bible, applying the gospels, applying applying what you have read and, and what you're learning is not difficult. If you come at it from a place of, I'm just truly spending time with the Lord. Yeah. And there are so many times where I've, I've tried to teach this to our girls lately, but like, when you're reading, they've made a comment. I don't understand what it's saying. Okay. So read it again and ask the Lord, Hey, show me, show me what I'm reading. But this began to happen. And which was like such freedom, I guess was, I would begin to read something. I don't know what I'm reading. I try to write down and journal and like apply it Mm -hmm. and and think through it. I've used um, different pro different, videos and books and things to help me along like giving me context of what i'm reading and stuff but i would read something not not really knowing what i'm reading but then that day somebody would say something and boom you remember what you read and like it would just trigger something and i'm like oh that's how it applies if i try to make it happen i i i begin to twist and morph the scripture into something that I want it to be. I put it in a box. But if I f- truly just read the scripture and, and let it do its thing, 
it begins to change me to match up with what what it's saying yeah you know and so um i don't know how we got off on all this i don't know it's good and in my mind i'm thinking like spending time with the lord and reading his word it's gonna look different through different seasons and it's gonna look different for each one i love we started reading lisa bevere without rival and she was talking in there about how god created us and he loves us uniquely he created Mm -hmm. us each unique he did not make multiple people out of one mold it was one mold done broke the mold you are uniquely you and he loves us uniquely he doesn't love us all the same on the same level because we're not replaceable yeah she said he loves us go ahead she said god doesn't love his children equally it would imply that his love could be measured yeah and loving the same would mean that his children are interchangeable or replaceable yeah and we're not we're each uniquely created in his image and therefore we learn differently we understand differently we comprehend differently and so where his reading is like writing out the prayers and journaling and following a study, mine looks different. We may read together in the same room or discuss certain topics, but my reading together is just simply reading through like, Lord, what do you want to speak to me in this? Mm-hmm. And there may be one verse that stands out to me. Like right now, I, I'm having fun in this journey. My journey right now is like going through different um, different people in the Bible. Like I went through reading about Gideon and uh, reading in Judges and the different judges God put in place and the different time frames and reading about Gideon and his story and how the Lord used him and kind of some things in his life and um, with Ruth and just learning from their stories, learning how God used them and, you know, how the Lord applies it to me. Anyways, but it looks differently each time. I went through a season when the kids were really, really young. I thought, oh, I felt so guilty because I couldn't spend an hour. Sometimes I couldn't even get a full chapter in. It was like tired from being up with babies all night. And so I didn't want to get up early. But yet, you know, the little ones needed me. And just time so torn. It's like, how can I spend time with the Lord? And yeah. how can I truly? Yeah. It's like, Lord, I'm not in your word. And I'm so sorry. And I heard a mom is like, you know what? If you can just one scripture a day. Mm-hmm. If you just take that one scripture and gnaw on it and meditate and eat it till there's like squeeze every ounce out of it and go through that. And then the next day or the next couple of days, another scripture, Lord, what are you speaking to me through this scripture? You know, just one scripture a day, man, that is incredible. That is being intentional and making time. So your seasons may be different if you're a mommy and young and little ones like sitting down for an hour reading and praying or two hours like it's not practical. I understand it's not practical, you know, but while you're breastfeeding, being able to pull up your phone or open your Bible and just read that one scripture, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your paths. Focus on that all day long. You know, as I'm feeding the baby, as I'm cooking supper, lean not on my own understanding, but in all my ways, acknowledge you and you'll make my path straight. You know, just letting that sink in and letting that change you, man, it's, it's incredible. So no pressure 
to have to look, you know, there's so many different ways, you know, it's like highlight and apply. And what is this speaking to you? And like journal yeah. this whole thing. And it's like, if you're not a journal type of person and not like, not all of us are, if you're just a quick read the scripture, like, and then maybe once a week you can sit and do a full deep dive, but no pressure and don't feel guilty for it looking different than yeah. someone else. Yeah. But yes, that was a big ramble. Mm-hmm. Bringing it back around. I was going to say bringing it back, bringing it back around, around to the, to the original. I think that it's all been really good. Yeah. Trust, it, communication, yeah. conflict resolution, quality time, quality together. time together. I think, I think the big thing alone together, alone together. The, the big thing here, though, is uh, what we're trying to say or what I feel like we're trying to say is if you listen to the episode right before this one is the putting Christ at the center, Christ not at the being center. too yeah. busy, not being too tired, studying and praying that that will naturally cause you to be able to build trust. It yeah. will naturally cause you to communicate. Mm-hmm. It will natu- naturally give you the ability to resolve conflict because what ends up happening is okay conflict resolution well a lot of the times is i have to see it your way but mm-hmm. what do i have to do i have to put my pride down i have to put my wheel down i have to be able to block those things out but if if we are doing if if we're studying for praying we're not being too busy not too tired it gives us the ability to be able to build trust Mm -hmm. to communicate Um, conflict resolution i have to lay my will down in order to see your truth well how can i do that well i spend time with with one that came and was the servant of all he he stepped out of heaven into humanity gathered everything on him and he died on a cross an innocent man never committing a sin and yet he was willing to do that and lay down his life so that we could be free. If I'm spending time with somebody like that, what am I going to do to you? I'm going to be willing to lay down my life. I'm going to learn from him of how to lay my my life down for you. Yeah. And quality time together, it begins to cultivate all of these four. And then whenever, um, whenever we're running and gunning and all four are working together, man— it's like the garden that begins to sprout roses and 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 all the the flowers that our garden begins to grow mm-hmm. and to become and becomes becomes healthy again that's so good yep so wanna wrap it up and... yeah we wrap this one up but again spending time with Christ is is key seeking first the kingdom of God us both chasing after Christ brings us together and then allowing that relationship to build trust, communication, conflict resolution, quality time alone together. Yeah, that's so good. Pray us out. You pray. Oh, you pray. You pray. You pray. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Don't stop. I'll pray. I'll pray. Lord help her. (laughs) Father, we just thank you uh, for this time together. I thank you for everyone listening to uh, this episode, God, that we would seek you, we would chase after you uh, wholeheartedly. God, I, I, help, I pray that you would help um, the marriages to build trust and to communicate, uh, to resolve conflict, and God, spend quality time together. 
um, in whatever form or fashion that looks like, God, that you're um, raising up mighty men and women of God um, that are teaching their children how to have healthy marriages, how to have healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. And so we just thank you for all that you're doing. I pray that this uh, episode would go out and it would fall on the ears that it needs to. And we just give you honor and praise and everything in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys for listening once again. Hope you have a great week. Have a great week. Follow. Share the episode. Email us at Matt and Corey Peck, P-E-C-K, gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Also, social media, Marriage Reset, Facebook and Instagram. Um, And we'll catch you next time. Bye.